All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Boca Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Holritz, CEO over at Photographer's Edit and Milu, and um, your host for today's activities, which happen to involve a really wonderful boudoir photographer. I got a chance to chat with her for a few minutes before we started. I'm going to introduce her here in just a second. Couple of things first. If you are watching live or listening live, please don't hesitate to engage today. Ask questions, make comments, send us funny emojis if you want to. But we want this to be a group discussion. Uh, that's one of the benefits of this live stream is being able to ask questions and engage with our guests and with myself too. So please don't hesitate to do that. If you're listening to the audio version of this after the fact, we do live stream all of our Boca podcast episodes now, usually a couple of weeks. But you can find out when the next one is if you just follow us on Instagram at Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H Podcast. One other note here before I introduce my guest, I just want to encourage everybody to continue to look for ways to give back. Uh, as I've promised, I've donated to CharityWater.org here today before our podcast episode. I will continue to do that every podcast episode. And it's just a little bit of money, but it's amazing how a little bit can go a long way. 40 bucks means clean drinking water for somebody who doesn't have that consistently. And so I would encourage you all to look for similar opportunities, whether it's in your local community or elsewhere, to be able to give back in some way. All right, enough of me talking now. Uh, I want to introduce our new guest, brand new guest actually for today, Magdalena Iskra is here with me. Magdalena, thank you for spending time with me today. I really appreciate this. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, we had <laughs> we had some really lovely conversation before we got started. In fact, we were we were having conversation about conversation, and we were talking about how a good conversationalist can take one word or one idea and just run with that, create interesting conversation from that. Yes. You said this is something that you're really good at in, in your native language, Polish, and you learned yes. this from your mother. Tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> it, uh, it's actually very helpful if you can talk, and you can talk from very easy topic and exchange then and spread hmm. about any other topics. And I think it's, it's great. I am... I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, the, the analogy that you gave, you said you could start with a topic or a conversation about fish and end with an elephant. Like it, it could go yes. all kinds of different yes. directions. But w what I brought up at that point was the importance of conversation, or we were talking about the importance of conversation as it relates to running a photography business. A lot of photographers mm -hmm. in our industry say that they're introverts. They tend to be a little bit shy, not quite as comfortable with conversation with people that, they're, that they don't know. And so I wonder if, if you were to make one suggestion from your experience as a conversationalist, would you, what one tip or idea would you suggest to photographers who feel a little bit shy in conversation? You know, um, I think just practice and years in photography of any field of uh, uh, businesses, mm. you have to feel more comfortable and to talk because communication is actually the key. Uh, you cannot book a client if you're weirdo with co conversation, right? Mm -hmm. If you invite someone to your studio for booking, for conversation, just create the space and create a conversation just uh, to feel them more comfortable. And I think conversation is the key. And especially in photography, boudoir, wedding, or any other field of photography or any other business, just 
try to be more relaxed. Like I am not right now because I am stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> but try to find yourself and and just be more talker, more natural. Well, yeah. you're you're handling yourself beautifully, so you're setting a good yes, example. Yes, <laughs> trying and like like you see, I am just using my body to just talk. When you just hold my hands I can talk <laughs> okay it's, it's simple that's a good tip that's a good tip you, you actually so first of all you mentioned boudoir photography we're going to be talking about your boudoir business here today you also okay. mentioned space having clients come into your space and when yeah. I went to full screen here just a second ago which I'm going to do now um, we can see your studio in the background and mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. There's so much character. I almost feel like I'm maybe in the 1930s with some of the, the decoration that you have there. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, I love my space. I love my studio. And um, actually, every single client just came in, came into the studio and said the same. Oh, I love the space. I love this uh, surrounding and mm. the neighborhood. I am so lucky to have the studio. And actually, uh, I love the style, the huge... Uh, a clock, uh, a lot of books about photography, a little class. I show you the camera. Oh, we're Can losing you. Just, you just the, oh, yeah, nice. More. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. And I love, love this space. And, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think there's a little bit of a delay in, in our connection, so I'm, I, I don't mean to interrupt okay. you at all. But the, the the space is absolutely beautiful, and and thanks for kind of Thank giving you. us additional perspective as well. But uh, I just couldn't help but notice it. And we're going to be talking a little bit about how that very simple yet beautiful background plays into the type of work mm-hmm. that you create as a boudoir photographer here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I first want to introduce our listeners to your brand. Uh, I'm going to actually share my screen here and. And uh, browser, more specifically, Pure Boudoir, P-U-R-E, yes. Boudoir.com. And, um, and then the same thing on Instagram, Pure Boudoir. And I want to encourage all of our listeners to make sure that you follow. And you know what? It's so funny I say this, Magdalena. Somehow, I'm not actually following your brand. Oh, this is... this is. I have so many different Instagram accounts. I'm following you on my personal account. I've now followed you from our podcast account as well. So, but pure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> my privilege. Pure Boudoir uh, on yes. Instagram, just like it sounds, and then pureboudoir.com. And I, I want to use this as an opportunity to ask you about your brand position. What makes you unique as a boudoir photographer in your marketplace? You know, I am a natural light photographer and I create, I am trying to create and classy and timeless images. That's my signature uh, style. That's my uh, signature recognizable for my client. And I always ask my client, why actually you choose me? And they always, I get the same answer because you are sticking out, because you are different. Mm. Uh, You are not cheesy. You are uh, more artsy, moody. And... I guess I'm not cheesy and moody. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, that's my style. That's why I'm sticking out from here in Chicago area. Well, but I would have to agree, and this is actually the main reason I'm I, or one of the main reasons I'm I'm having you on the show today is your style just really stands out. It, there is such a classic and classy yes. nature to it, yes. and in fact, uh, I'm here on the homepage of your site, and just above the fold, it says "Stay classy." Yes stay sassy. We're going to actually talk today in just a few minutes about how you combine those two things, right? Because you mentioned the word cheesy. I think a lot of boudoir photography these days, 
some of it's cheesy. Some of it's become kind of cliche, a little bit mm-hmm. predictable. Sometimes I, I feel like maybe over-sexualized in some way. I, there's so many different things that we're seeing that are kind of trends, but you, your imagery looks, not only is it beautiful now, but I think it would look good in 20 years. Um, it's just, it's beautiful, beautiful work. We're going to talk in more detail in just okay. a little bit about how you make that happen. But I want to ask you another question. We've talked a little bit about your clients coming into your space and the environment mm-hmm. that you're creating for them, the conversation that you have with them. Is that at the root of the client experience that you're creating? Or is there another big idea that drives that, that positive client experience with your brand? You know, uh, the, the best customer service, it's not only answer the emails, phone calls. I think uh, providing the great atmosphere like you see in the studio I just invite them here mm-hmm. and makes them feel comfortable with me, with themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the ideal um, atmosphere for boudoir session and for clients' experience. And I work with many um, different clients. Sometimes I have to answer four times the same questions through emails. But the key is just be calm, be patient, and create the right um, atmosphere through uh, through emails phone phone calls or just here in the person Mm. i think that's the key and works for me very well well and and patrick aaron commented on facebook he says that studio is awesome indeed very unique and so different and thanks for commenting patrick Patrick. yeah and and for everybody else who's listening or watching please don't hesitate to comment or ask questions really appreciate the feedback patrick there the space that you've created is beautiful so i can imagine somebody Mm -hmm. walks in they're naturally yeah. just kind of in awe, kind of taken by the space. And that's wonderful. Your, yes. your persona is lovely. I mean, your energy is wonderful. And I'm Thank sure you. that also makes a big difference. Do you, I, I know some photographers in a studio setting will play music in the background. Of course. Is that you know, something you do? Uh, yes. Okay. I learned many things from, uh, from my experience for many years to shooting, from attending to workshops. Mm. They give me like little bigger tips uh, how to provide the business and how to create the atmosphere. Mm. And it's also in me. And there's also, uh, always a music. There's always something to eat. There's always something to drink. There is a little booze. Uh, there, there is like a nice smell. Smell is okay. actually very important. And Can I ask what what type of aroma do you do? You buy like a spray or a candles no, or what? Uh, all of them. Okay. There is a spray. There is a candles. There is like uh, some smell sticking in the plaques, you know, in the walls. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I, I want to come. And me. And me. I and am you. Smart. You create and the me. experience. <laughs> oh, should we ask what kind of perfume you wear as well? <laughs> of course. Chanel. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Cla- well, classic. And that totally classic, plays in your classy. brand. Yeah. Classic. Well, it, let's, let's switch gears just a little bit. Time management. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as a, as a photography business owner, by the way, you mentioned to me before we started that you've stayed busy despite COVID as well. So you have a lot on your plate, but I'm curious if there's a big idea that's driven your ability to create some type of balance in your life between running a business, but then also having a personal life. Is there, is there an idea or a concept that you would want to share with our listeners in that regard? You know, 
for uh, now, right now, the um, happy hour is actually nap time <laughs> for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you know, it's it's not easy to run a business and mm. be mom of two 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 kids, and mm. the uh, smaller one is just two months, and wow. it's not easy. But before she was born, I get up early morning before everyone gets up, go to the gym. I love boxing, by the way. Do you really? Uh, I do. I, I do. How long have you been doing that? Uh, like almost two years. I, wow. Yeah. But I, lo- I love to work out. I love mm. gym. I think this is really nice energy, nice uh, power for the rest of the day. And yes. that's, my, that's my actually self-care um, medication to yeah. recharge my battery, to boost my energy mm. for um, often, like almost every morning. But, you know light breakfast coffee magazines uh, mm. i am outgoing person i love nature i love camping i love traveling that's everything just boost me for inspiration we can see inspiration for photography everywhere yes and yeah agree i am still looking for a self-care routine okay. f- for today but i'm going there it's, but yeah. I, I think, I mean, you know, sometimes this, this conversation about self-care, it, it's super important. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I'm certainly very intentional in, in working out. Uh, my gym yes. has a, a massage chair that I like to sit in to help relax my muscles because I tend to be a little of bit course. uptight. Um, trying, certainly trying to do a better job mm-hmm. with sleep, uh, trying to mm-hmm. get outside and get sun is super important. And actually, the, healthy diet helps a lot. A lot. That's, that's yes. really 90% of it, right? <clears throat> yes. Um, so I, I think to that point, as much as we are talking about the, the significance of self-care in our culture right now, a lot of it is just, it's back down to basics, getting up and spending yes. a little bit of time at the gym, eating healthy, getting enough rest, getting out in yes. nature and moving outdoors. These are not complicated concepts. And if we just show up and do them consistently, my, my regular workout is, uh, I would say maybe 45 minutes or so in length. It, it doesn't take mm-hmm. that long. Uh, and if I do that consistently, I can stay in wonderful shape. And mm-hmm. I, I think the same applies kind of across the board when it comes to this concept of self-care. It's not about doing anything crazy or over the top. It's just about yeah. doing it consistently and we're much better off for it. So I love that. Boxing. I've never really boxed before. I mean, is this something Me, that... You know, I was thinking about boxing for many years okay. and I never, never find the gut actually to go and try because boxing thinks this is only for guys. Ah. Uh, but I like working out and I tried many things uh, but I was always just deep in my heart and head. It was boxing. And mm. actually, I tried and I love it. I love it. That's great. Oh, I can see the energy come through in your, your yeah. eyes and your face when you start mm-hmm. talking about it. You get excited about it. That's good. That's good. It's nice to have those outlets, um, for sure. It's, yes. it's important. And again, back to the idea of self-care. That Just having an outlet, doing something we enjoy for a little bit mm-hmm. can make a big, big difference. Okay. I want to I keep moving, though. Talk to me a little bit. When we talk about time management, of course, one of the most important components of that mm-hmm. as well is delegation. And I'm curious if this is something you've experimented with in your business in any form, you know, email management, administrative <clears throat> tasks, editing, album design, any part of that. Have you done that with your business? Of course. I am doing that on myself. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, just a friend of mine, she's helping me out with blogging. Uh, my husband is helping me out with some uh, messages, emails. Wonderful. If I have not, he's big now. Uh, but editing, shooting, uh, starting with conversations, with consultations, mm. uh, it's me. 
I think, you know, for my client, big deal is actually privacy. And uh, I don't want to outsource um, images to anyone. Sure. Um, I would like to just edit them themselves because most of my sessions, they're very private. Mm-hmm. And it stays with me, stays at my home. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I love that you're, that you're working with your husband, working with a friend of yours mm-hmm. to be able to help manage some of those tasks. Mm-hmm. Even, even doing a little bit of that frees you up to focus yes. on delivering those images to of the course. client, which is, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's I think, helpful. Yeah. And, and, and let me ask you, actually ask you about this too, because um, this is an interesting, when we're talking about delegating to not just an individual, but delegating to a partner, <clears throat> a romantic partner, your husband, right? There's, yes. there's this interesting element of communication that comes in, which is you have to communicate what it is that you would like him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's also the, the personal relationship in that too. Is there, is there something that's enabled you to more effectively communicate what you're looking for to your husband when, when you're saying, hey, handle these messages for me. This is how I would like you to communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we are actually very great with uh, communication hmm. all, all, overall. We are also shooting wedding together for almost 11 years. That's other business. And we also rebrand our wedding uh, name for Pure. There is a pure wedding day. Mm-hmm. That's and uh, this is the thing. Um, combine us together like a partners and business partners. Of course, Boudoir is actually more than me, but he's helping me out because we're providing uh, our family, and and that's my business. And he loves to help me, and the communication is great with these things. I am not mentioning the other thing. <laughs> <clears throat> Hey, that's life though, right? We're, yes. Communication is an ongoing learning process. Yes. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, last question before we get into kind of our main topic today. Something that I like mm-hmm. to ask is about a favorite book. This could be a favorite business book or self-help book. Something mm-hmm. you would recommend to our listeners that's made a big impact in your life. You know, actually there is, I was thinking there is no um, one important or two important books Okay. For me, to for my inspiration, for my business and work, um, but I attended to uh, workshops. Hmm. They actually um, gave me uh, a lot of um, inspiration. I had a workshops with the best uh, photographers in the fields, uh, and they they show me or they they just uh, improve my business with not only with shooting but also how running the business with okay. editing and that's my biggest inspiration like i said i work i <clears throat> work better uh, with people mm-hmm. when i see in the practice in the field when i see the shooting when i see how others shoot when i can find the perspective i can try on my own practice it's just priceless for me and i learn so quickly would you mind mentioning one or two of those workshops? Is there one that really stands out in your mind that you just found so much value from? Yeah, actually, I attend like three or four times at WPPI in Las Vegas every year. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like a workshop for the whole world. The uh, whole world photographers, they can come and attend to these workshops and uh, my the best uh, uh, class from boudoir actually because I took many classes with any other topics but boudoir class it was with Felon and he uh, introduced me more for 
darker and moody style mm. like I am right now mm-hmm. and um and that was uh, that was amazing for me and any others i i also love uh, style and working and taking classes with Rokan Kora he's amazing okay. wedding photographer and and his uh, person is just funny and and easy to talk and work okay yep. so so mm-hmm. I, for our listeners sake in mind cuz i'm going to take notes here mm-hmm. too the first one you mentioned t- tell me their name again uh, Felan Thomas, I think it's a Felan, a P H E L N A N. Okay, and then mm-hmm. the second one, one more time. You said was which one? Rocco and Cora. Rocco. Rocco. And Cora. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rocco and Cora. He's, yes, yes, yes. Yes, he's from Australia. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. And by the way, for everybody listening and watching, we're going to put these in the show notes as well at bocapodcast.com. So if you're curious, you can follow up on these resources and all of the other talking points from today's conversation too. I really appreciate you sharing that, Magdalena. Um, sure. let's, let's go ahead and move back to your brand again. Cause this is, I mean, this okay. gets me excited it, and, and truly not only is, is your work beautiful in and of itself, but it, it does have a very classic nature to it. And yet you're also trying to add a little bit of attitude, a little bit of sassiness to it. And yes. so we're going to dig into how you do that, but let's start with the name first. You mentioned earlier, the brand pure, pure boudoir. It sums up your brand beautifully. I think, um, how did you come up with that name? What's behind that name? Mm-hmm. You know, coming up with the name uh, for any business is actually never easy. Has to be catchy, has to be short, has to be easy to pronounce. Um, and pure for me, it's actually simplicity and authentic. And uh, like my style, I'm shooting ladies in a simply way of elegant and classy uh, means for me mm, pure. Uh, and before I came out with the idea, before I found the name, I was trying to find uh, the right name for me. But one day I was just browsing uh, the Google domain, what is actually available. And yeah. when, I, when I see the pure boudoir, mm. it was like in a second, I was like, this is it. This is, this is name for me. I think it, it's just reflect my style, reflect mm-hmm. myself. And... Authentic simplicity, that's my style, and I chose the name. By the way, my husband doesn't like the price of the name of domain, domain. but after a few domain, yeah. but after a few days of my attitude and trying to explain why I love this name, we got the name, and I'm so happy with my decision. Yeah, sometimes it, it, I'm so glad you bring up domains because I was thinking about that when you started talking about how you came up with the name. I, for me, I, I want my, my business names to have some type of meaning, uh, mm-hmm. but, but then I also want it to have a good domain name, right? Something that's mm-hmm. short, it's easy to yes. type in yes. and they can get really expensive sometimes. <laughs> yes. You know, because the word boudoir yeah. is actually, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to pronounce and it's not easy to spell. Uh, and if I add something also difficult and hard to spell, it, it's going to be disaster. That's why I think pure is just reflecting me uh, by nature, but also it's easy, easy to remember, easy to spell. And it's just a little Google trick. Yep. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Now, Thank I, you. I'm curious, you mentioned two, two ideas driving that, the pure nature of your brand. One was simplicity, and we're going to talk about that in mm-hmm. a little bit. But then the other one is authenticity. And this is a word that's used so much in our industry these days. 
And I know it can mm-hmm. mean different things to different people. What does that mean to you, authenticity, especially as it relates to your boudoir photography brand? You know, simplicity for me means uh, elegant and and uh, doesn't make a house with those uh, images I would like to show. Uh, I mm, photograph with natural light and actually nicely uh, show and fold the human body. Uh, and uh, I believe simplicity uh, is actually better. I believe less is more. Yes. Uh, and I think that's the key with my style, with the lighting, with uh, background, with the whole composition. Mm-hmm. And Well, and so we're going to come to that here in just a little bit. But talk to me specifically about that word authentic, though. If, okay. And it seems like it almost goes hand in hand with the word simple. If, if, if you're simple, you're yes. taking away all the unnecessary Yes. And, and focusing on what's there, is, is that kind of what you mean by authentic? Or what do you yes. mean by authentic in that case? Um, what you mentioned, it's exactly the same. And uh, actually, I would like to show an authentic form of my client. I never over-process with the adding. Hmm. I, ne- I don't want to add any cheesy props, any cheesy outfits. Just show them beauty, authentic form of themselves. And, and show and it, more natural, like you see, it's simple uh, and it, it's actually classy. Like it, less is more, an authentic form of human body. Um, that that's it. It's. <laughs> I, it, I mean, I can I can only say it so many ways, but it's just beautifully captured. And you're yes. exactly right. You're, and here's one of the important things about brand position to begin with. Somebody can type some words on a page, you know, for example, mm-hmm. you might see, in fact, a lot mm-hmm. of wedding, wedding photographers mm-hmm. might say that they are a documentary photographer, for example. But then when about 50% of their images are posed mm-hmm. images, it doesn't align with the brand. It doesn't match. Yes. You actually, you actually produce uh, a portfolio of images that backs up your brand. You say you are simple and authentic and the mm-hmm. images back up that concept so beautifully. I, I think it's it's absolutely wonderful. And again, for everybody listening in and or watching, pureboudoir.com. I've popped that up on the screen if you're watching or pureboudoir on Instagram. And of course, we'll link to these in the show notes at bocapodcast.com. But Magdalena, your, your website says that you strive to create, and this is a quote, to create a place where intimacy, art, and photography all meet together to reveal the natural beauty and sensuality of female body. And I mean, again, mm-hmm. this beautifully sums up your brand, but to keep it simple, we might just say classy, right? Or even mm-hmm. classic. classic. Did you always strive to create this classic look or is this a style that developed over time? You know, from very beginning, I wanted to uh, uh, create images very classy and timeless. I want my client open the book, open the album in five or, of or ten years, and they will still love those images. I think very classy and timeless, very minimalistic. That's my style, and this is what I would like to create from very first session, very first uh, um, beginning. And no tacky props or loud background. Uh, I wanted to show beauty and sensuality of female body without looking flashy and trashy. Uh, mm. Just you know, be classy, mm-hmm. uh, and s- those images can stay with us forever for um, like a gift, like for themselves. 
But yeah, this is something I would like to create from my first clicks in, in, in this studio with my first lady. I, I fall in love in boudoir and I fall in love with human uh, body, ladies body. And this is me from the beginning. And I I will be like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you're so consistent too in the work that you're producing. Thank you. And so what I did just as I was preparing for our interview, I was, I was looking through your work. And mm-hmm. I was able to at least pick out two different kind of big ideas that seem to drive this classic nature of your work. One is this kind of soft directional light that I see mm-hmm. a lot of in your work. And then the second is the, the minimalist or simple backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the lighting portion of this. Talk to us, first of all, I mean, just from a technical perspective, what is your lighting setup for these shoots? I, I am mostly working with natural light. And um, I'm looking always, and I'm working not only here in the studio, I also photograph in the field or hotels or any other, um, any other places, but I'm always looking for the best light. Uh, and I work mostly with natural light, but the light is actually really, really powerful tool to can exchange and, uh, the body form for different directions, for different look. I can uh, shadow, I can use the shadows to uncover uh, mm. some part of bodies or cover if they mm. don't like their belly or the, yes, this is using the great light. Uh, you can unfold whatever you wish to unfold and uh, just cover imperfection and bring up elements you would like to just show. And I prefer uh, working with just uh, not loud background because the background I think can create a house and just simplicity. That's the key. Right light and simplicity, the, the right pose, the right uh, um, shadows can create magic. Okay, well, I want to come back. We're going to talk about your background in a little bit more detail in a second. But with <clears> this <throat> lighting, was this a, a style of lighting that, again, that you, you had in mind mm-hmm. from the beginning? Or were you inspired looking at some particular photographer's work? What made you want to go this direction? Not only natural light, but then also this very directional light. Mm-hmm. You know, this is actually, I don't know how to explain, but this is actually in me. When I just grab a camera in my hand and I see the, the ladies, I I know what to do. Mm. Uh, I, I know how to uh, just transfer her body. We can just uh, uh, switch. I always say slow movements to my clients. You have to just fix your hair. You can just turn your fa- ha- head left right and we can work with the shadows we can just uh, see different things uh, every single time you just move and uh, that's it so it just comes naturally for you yes yes <laughs> <laughs> i well I, I, yeah it's it, it is very obvious i'm i'm lo- i'm at a loss for words because i feel like i'm repeating myself over and over again but it's just it's so consistently Classy, as we talked about, and mm-hmm. classic by its nature. Mm-hmm. It, it is going to look good in 10, 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also, I'm, I'm really stuck on what you said just a few minutes ago, which is that you're using light. You know, a lot of photographers say I'm a natural light photographer, and, and it's almost code for I just don't like to bother with 
lights, right? So mm-hmm, they, they use mm-hmm. quote unquote natural light. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that, especially if it's done well. But in, in your case, you're using it very intentionally as well. You talked about using mm-hmm. shadows yes. to either hide or show off particular yes. elements of the body. Again, was that a technique that you just naturally found yourself? Or is that something that you learned elsewhere? Yes, I just find it myself, to be honest. But, yeah. you know, it's helpful because we we ladies, we always, there is something we don't like in ourselves. I don't like my arms. Some ladies, they don't like their bellies. And I know I can use the skill and the right position, the right perspective, the right shadows, the right light to just unfold the right uh, uh, form like they would like to see. It, mm. it is actually priceless when you show on your uh, camera screen the image to the ladies and sometimes you can see the tears in their eyes. Mm. I, I did, is it me? Is it really me? I didn't see myself this way. Mm. And yep, like I said, I com- combined all these things like light, shadows, pose, perspective can create magic and... I am creating the magic with the ladies. You are. You absolutely are. Okay, so I, I want to talk. You talked about the background just a little bit. These very, and, and again, I'm just kind of scrolling mm-hmm. here through your Instagram account okay. and looking at the the backgrounds. The majority of these images are either kind of non-existent because of the way that you're using light, or if they if there is some type of a prop in the image, it's a singular prop, uh, if you will. I mean, there's a couch yes. or a chair of some yes. kind to sit on. Uh, maybe a bed line, but it's very, very, very simple. Now, before we talk a little bit more detail about how you go about this process, are you naturally a minimalist by nature? Do you like, you, you talk about less is more. Is that, do you see that yes. in your personal life as well? I am. I am. Uh, yes, I would say so. I am minimalistic uh, by the nature. And like I said, less is more. Simplicity is the key. Uh, I can use Props, but the props, they're not loud. They're not making a house. I am focusing more on subject, not the props, not the background. Mm. Uh. And um, I think the, this defines more of my uh, subject. And That's I am also mm-hmm, I am also shooting with uh, F1.2 to F1.6. That's blur the surrounding and background that's sure. also help to just define the subject. It, this may seem obvious to some, but when you, the way that you describe a minimal number of props in the scene, a simple background mm-hmm. for the sake of highlighting the subject. I really mm-hmm. love that. You know, a lot of shoots, mm-hmm. boudoir shoots, you do see this, these very ornate backgrounds and props mm-hmm. or a combination of the above and it, you're right, it could be quite distracting mm-hmm. to yes. what is really the most important thing, which is the subject in the image. So I, do I understand correctly that your primary goal then is to make sure that the subject is the primary focus yes. and the background doesn't distract from that? Yes, of course. I think, uh, like I said, can create too much, could be too much. They can create house and this is not simplicity. And um, we would like to show a body. We would like to show beautifully the body to just uh, uh, unfold and showing a, a lady. Um, a lady. I don't want to show beautiful couch because that's not important. <laughs> I don't want to show beautiful uh, headboards or sure. n- or necklaces. Yeah. yeah you, sometimes my my ladies they bring some props. Like once my client brought champagne and she was like. 
oh, I like champagne. I would like to do something. And then I was like, sometimes I don't like those cheesy things, but that makes me feel, think and what to do to show this kind of prop in the way I would like to show. And, um, and we did magic with the champagne. I just I have the image yes, pulled up here. Is that right? Yes, this is this is kind of this one, and I have also another one. And yeah. yes, yes, it's it's I think sexy. Yeah. I think it's uh, not too much. Sure, but showing some sensuality, and mm-hmm. it's not too cheesy. Not cheesy at all. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and some of those boudoir images that you see out there are are quite cheesy. I, I love the balance though, and and again, I I love the. I love the intentionality as well. And you're, you're certainly, I mean, these are naturally, they naturally can be or are sexy images, but there's not mm-hmm. such a strong emphasis on the sexuality, yes. which at times can be, I don't know, in some ways it almost seems inappropriate at times or, or just mm-hmm. cheesy, just plain cheesy as you were talking mm-hmm. about. I, you have such a nice balance with, with your images. And so I have to, I have to Give you props for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank and, and to that end, I have one more question for you. And, and I want to mm-hmm. jump back to uh, your your website, actually, here on the homepage of your website. And for anybody listening in mm-hmm. or watching, it's pureboudoir.com. Simple as that. But this phrase right above the fold, it says, stay classy, stay sassy. Mm-hmm. Talk to me just a little bit about what you mean um, by the combination of these two concepts, they almost seem contradictory in some ways. You managed mm-hmm. to combine the two of them. I mean, exemplified perfectly, in fact, by that picture I just pulled up. But how? what's the thought process in combining these two principles and how do you do it? You know, uh, I think classy means t- tasteful, elegant, and sassy means uh, bold and um, confident. And those all things combined together create um, sensuality and uh, and creates my style. I like to create bold and confident lady with elegant and tasteful images and be classy, be sassy, combine together. I think that that's me, that's my style in mm. boudoir. And yeah, just stay sassy, stay classy. You, you, you sum it up beautifully, and, and I love the very straightforward style of communication, too. I mean, you've, you've shared wonderful practical advice with us today, and, and I really appreciate you making time to, to do this, to share your beautiful studio space as well. Um, I'm going to, of course, put your uh, website up here on the screen for anybody who's watching, pureboudoir.com. Your Instagram is pureboudoir as well. And are those the best two places for all of our listeners to go and follow you? Yes, yes, please check out my website, uh, Pure Boudoir, Facebook page, Instagram. It's the same name, Pure Boudoir. Perfect. We'll put all of these in the show notes, bocapodcast.com. For everybody listening and watching, make sure you go take advantage of those show notes. Make sure you follow Magdalena, and uh, we'll link to her accounts there online. Thanks again, Magdalena. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.